Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's just been a, uh, a pretty interesting day for me. Um, I, at lunchtime, got a message from somebody on eBay saying, Hey, I see that you have seven or eight of this item. Do you still have all of them? And if you do, I would like to slowly buy all of them. And for a new reseller, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a thing called drop shipping. So drop shipping is when you purchase an item after selling it. So you'll, or in some forms, you could purchase it before the item actually, you could purchase it before you sell it and then sell it to somebody and then change the the delivery address from your house to their address. So that's another way of doing it. But for me, I kind of realized that this person was trying to drop ship and I I was looking at it and I thought, eh, what the heck, I'll give it a shot. And so they said, I'll buy all your items. Um, I just need to list them. And then once they sell, I'll buy one and, and I'll be good. And I said, okay, that's fine. Make sure you have the right shipping address whenever you buy them. Because what a lot of people will do is buy it and forget to change the shipping address and then ask you to change it for them. And that is a big no for me because you end up losing all the protection that eBay gives you uh, when you change the address yourself. So that's a tip. If you want to retain any buyer protections that you have through eBay, you have to ship to the address that it was purchased with. You cannot change the address for the buyer. And so I made sure to tell them that and they said, okay, that's fine. And so slowly but surely, I got a couple messages that said, hey, I just made a sale, I'm gonna buy one. And one was bought and it was, had a shipping address, I think, out to Lake Nevada. And then another one was bought and had a shipping address out to Oregon. And it was um, it was pretty, um, pretty slow moving. Um, you know, things were, every once in a while I'd get a sale. So it, it was pretty good. I sold probably, I would say, four or so items um, out of the eight, which was pretty good. I couldn't, I, I didn't have any problem with that and ended up working out really well. Now the problem was, come around six o'clock, the buyer messaged me and said, hey, I made a huge mistake. I ordered the wrong size. I thought that you had this size, but I actually uh, actually need a different size, so I need to cancel all of them. Now, thankfully I didn't ship out any of the items yet because that would have been a major issue for me. One, they would have never been able to ship them back because they would have sent them all to the wrong buyer. And two, um, if they did try and return them, then it just, it kind of would have been a huge mess. So I said, fine, you can cancel them all and kind of lost out on a lot of sales there. But that was a uh, kind of a lesson for me. I mean, the person didn't have a ton of feedback. I think they only had like three or something like that. I don't typically have a problem selling to somebody who doesn't have a lot of feedback just because it's not, it's always usually worked out for me. I think a lot of people wig out about it and think, oh, this person has no feedback. What do I do? But a lot of the people that are worried about the people that don't have any feedback also don't have much feedback because they haven't been selling very long on eBay. Once you start selling a while, you'll realize that a lot of people just make accounts and then they'll buy stuff from you on a credit card or something like that. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with selling to somebody with zero feedback. I get a little bit tentative sometimes if it's a super pricey item, think, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. But typically that's not the case. They're usually buying something small, something you have like a a random t-shirt or something like that. So I uh, 
really, there isn't too much for me to take away from that other than try and be a little bit more careful when I'm selling. But thankfully, like I said, I hadn't shipped anything out, so it wasn't a huge loss. Um, problem is I went and bought three more of that product uh, today. I found a few more, and now I'm stuck with uh, 11 of them rather than having seven of them that we're selling once an hour. So it's kind of a kind of a bummer there, but it is what it is. So um, I've been thinking a lot about different things that uh, that I did when I first began reselling still do now. And one of the biggest things for, I think, people when they go into a garage sale or a yard sale or a thrift store or any kind of store is having a problem leaving without taking anything with them. And so not taking as in stealing, just as in purchasing. A lot of people have a problem leaving empty-handed. And I think for people that are starting out, it's, uh, it is something that you kind of need to get a feel for. There are were a lot of times where I felt like I would walk into a yard sale and say, oh, they have nothing here, and end up walking out with something just because I wanted to find something to buy. And occasionally that worked, but more often than not, I found that I was buying things that really didn't have a whole lot of resale, and I was just trying to buy things to buy them so that I could take something back and list it. But, you know, if you're only going to make five bucks on an item that you spent 10 or 15 on, and it's going to take you a while to list, it's really not worth it. So that's the kind of stuff that I struggled with, trying to find items, um, whatever I would find, whenever I would not find items, you know, because oftentimes it's hard to find things, especially when you're starting out. I would just buy something that maybe I really didn't want to buy or didn't think was as good of a product to try and resell, but bought it because I felt like I had to leave the store with an item or it was a huge loss. And kind of the thing that I learned over time is that leaving the thrift store or leaving a yard sale without buying anything isn't a loss at all. It's actually relatively normal, if not more often than not that I do it. You know, I typically leave yard sales or different, um, thrift stores without anything and that's just because a lot of them don't have stuff that I'm looking for when I'm looking for it and that's not it's not all the time that that happens but it's hard to find items that you're that are are resellable there's more items that are just junk than aren't so if you're going into a yard sale you know I might go to 30 yard sales I might only buy something at 15 of them and so that's 50% and that's a good day for me a lot of times I walk in I immediately scan it, I realize there's nothing there and I leave. Or I take some time, That the worst is when I take a lot of time and look through everything and realize that there's nothing there and then I leave because I lost the time and I, I drove out there. So that's more time wasted. But for people that are starting out, I think a lot of them have a lot of ambition, they have a lot of drive, they really wanna find something and start making their way in this reselling uh, kind of business. And it's hard because when you don't know what you're looking for, oftentimes, it's hard to kind of find things. And so what people end up doing is they go into a store, they buy a random item that they really don't feel good about, but they just kind of want to learn and, and stuff. And it ends up being that you buy a bunch of items that aren't really that resellable or maybe a few months down the road you would have never even thought about buying. And so for me, that's been a huge thing that I've kind of come across and learned is that you don't always need to leave the store with something. There are plenty of opportunities out there. There are plenty of different areas to, to go look for products, go look for things that you can list online and stuff. And you going into a store and feeling like you have to leave with something 
is not something that is beneficial to your business. If you think about it, you're spending money on a product and maybe, like for me, my criteria when I first started out was the product has to have sold six times within the last four weeks. If it has sold six times within the last four weeks, I buy it. I don't really know where that came from. I think somebody on Twitter kind of told me six to eight times is what you're looking for. And so I kind of rolled with the lower end of that because I was really, really new and just kind of wanted to try as much as I could. But from that, I, I've branched out a lot more. If something hasn't sold maybe more than once or twice in the past year, I'll still buy it if I feel that the uh, return on investment's worth the extra time it sits. But for you, you're trying to build capital and you want to flip things as fast as you can. So trying to buy items that sell once to, to maybe twice a month may not be the best option for you. It may be better to look for something that sells more often than that when you're first starting out, unless the cost is really, really low. And so that's kind of what I've learned over the time is it's always a better idea to leave with no deal or leave with no item than to leave with a bad deal or a bad item. And the problem with leaving with a bad item is oftentimes you'll spend more than you wanted to, the item doesn't have the resale value that you were looking for, and now you have money tied up in one object that you could have used somewhere else to buy a more expensive object that would have sold for more money or to buy more of a less expensive object that you can resell very well. So that's just something that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, you know, with going into stores kind of being nixed for a lot of people, it's not really a big deal now, but when things start opening up again, there will be a lot of opportunities to go out there. And I think a lot of people are going to want to get their hands on a lot of different products. And so when you're running out there to look for different things to sell, oftentimes you'll kind of get caught up in everything and just buy something. And that's really not the way to do it. I mean, it's ultimately the be ultimately it's in your best interest to try and learn as much as you can. But when you're first starting out, learning through spending isn't really the way to go. I've learned my fair share of lessons through spending money on terrible things and losing money and, and the whole nine yards, but it's not really beneficial or at least as beneficial to you as a new reseller because you kind of don't know, you don't have the feel for it that you will in a year from when you start. And so that feel for it, you'll never feel like you have if you keep buying items that, that aren't selling. and. That's what drives a lot of people away from actually doing reselling long-term. So that's just something I've been thinking about. Um, really hasn't been too much on my mind outside of, of that. It's just been, it's been one of those days where, you know, things seem like they're going really well and then something happens and you're kind of like, ah, you know, I, I wish I'd made more sales or I wish I'd have priced my items lower or something to get more going. So I was super pumped, but it is what it is. You know, you have to kind of, roll with the punches with reselling and with the business in general. And kind of the best thing for me is that I've been able to learn that not really anything goes as planned. So I'll buy five of an item hoping to test it out and then I will sell that item almost immediately. And it's like, well, why didn't I buy all 30 of them? And then I buy all 30 of an item and the item sits there for two weeks without a sale. And now I'm kind of panicking because I don't really know why I spent so much money on all these items. and what am I going to do with them if they don't sell and stuff like that? So it's just, it's something that kind of helps you learn a little bit more and gives you a stomach for trying to operate a business and kind of learn on your own. So 
I think that's really, really what my focus was today and kind of what I was hoping to accomplish is just give you the reassurance that if you go into a store, you don't feel comfortable with an item, you don't know about an item. I mean, that's another thing. Make sure you know about items. I only try and buy what I know. I don't buy things that I don't know much about and I can't find many uh, comps for on eBay. And so if somebody is saying that a stock is selling really well or something like that, or if somebody's saying that a particular shoe is doing really well and I've never heard of the shoe or, or the company, or I've never heard of the stock or the company that the stock is, is invested in, or I mean the, uh, the company for the stock that I'm buying. If I don't know either of those, I'm not gonna buy it because I have no idea. I don't know anything about that company. I don't know anything about the the company that's making the product. I don't know anything about the company that owns the stock. And so it's one of those things where, you know, if you don't know about it, then it's harder to invest in because you don't really understand what's going on long-term or you don't understand what the resale market's gonna be. And so it's just, it's more difficult to invest in things that you don't know about. So. I would urge you to try and keep your head where you know, um, keep your purchases in things that you know, and try and learn as much as you can so you can know more and make more educated purchases. Um, that's really all I wanted to talk about today. It's kind of a shorter episode, but I am pretty talked out, and I, uh, I got a lot on my mind right now, just a lot of different business ideas and things that I've been thinking about and trying to work on, so I'm gonna go and, uh, work on that a little bit, but you guys have a good one. Stay safe and have a good night. Peace.